Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast that explores Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I am the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jim Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. Hey, hey, hey. Hey to you as well. Now, you know that there there is the good news. The good news mm. is that Jesus Christ lived, died for sinners, rose from the dead, and offers salvation to all who are willing to believe. Amen. But there is also good news coming out of Redeemer Fellowship. Oh, yeah. Good news for somebody. So, well, and good news for us. I mean, great news for us. If it works. It, it's, it's, it's fantastic <laughs> news for others. We got like a, we got a couple job openings. Got a couple job openings, right? We got the, uh, what do we got? Associate Pastor of Discipleship. That's a full-time gig. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've also got the part-time youth leader yeah. that we're looking for. So, yeah, you know, resumes and cover letters are making their way in mm-hmm. but uh, if you want more info uh, over on the uh, the website uh, not ours redeemers yeah redeemersfellowship.org we, we, we should link this yep. right uh, but yeah you go uh, redeemerfellowship.org/openings that's it right there that's you, it there you can also do redeemerfellowship.org work for jofo does it really i'm pretty sure let's see oh i don't work know work for jofo feel like it should be like yep, work it works a, it really yeah, it's a work. <laughs> <laughs> Brian did that. Why, Brian? <laughs> I know it's not working for us. <laughs> but anyways, uh, yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, man, take a look, read it, pray about it. Yeah, man, we'll tell you what we're looking for. Yeah, right. And then, uh, so yeah, check it out. We'd love. Listen, man, we know we got some amazing people listening, and uh, we're starting to put this stuff up on job boards. But yeah, we know you guys. You know, trying you know to get us. you. Yeah, trying to get you a little. You know, first crack at it. Yeah, yeah. Hashtag Jofo sent you. Put that in there. All right. Wait, how are you gonna put that in there? You just add a hashtag into, into it's, your it's, cover letter. Into your cover letter? Yeah. Jofo said? Why not? <laughs> All right. We'll look for it. Um, it's Sunday. We're recording on a Sunday again. I like that. How be- are you going to look for it? You're not on the, the pastoral search committee. No, but eventually, if it gets far enough along, yeah, then I will gets, see it. There you go. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. So there eventually. Eventually, potentially. Yeah, we'll have a search can We have a search committee. They'll be doing their thing. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, I, I get people. I've got people that have been, uh, you know, I got a couple people that have emailed and they're like, hey, man. This guy, I know this guy. He's going to send in his resume. I'm like, cool. I won't see it. Nope. <laughs> the search committee is going to see it. I'll, I'll see, see it. it if it passes through yep. various levels of yep. investigation. Yep. <laughs> As it should. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, because we got like, uh, you know, we, we hire private investigators. Um, you know, we'll tail the guy for a while. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. all that. We do all that stuff. Background checks. Background check. Um, you know, we, we do we do a deep dive. Called, oh, yeah. You know. Um, oh, yeah. And we'll do a little... We'll put people in his life. We'll plant people in his lives to have conversations with him. Oh, is You're that what like, we're doing? What is what is that? What is that group that uh, there's a there's a group that oh, records people. Got it. And they get in trouble. Got and They it. get on the news. What's got that? it? What's that? A team. No, not A-team. we're sending no. the A team no, okay, to watch no, after what, you. What's that? There's a group of people. Are you talking about Bureau of Veritas? No, 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 no. It's not a movie. It's real life. This guy, he's a journalist, and he Bureau record, of Veritas is real. Bureau of Veritas. No, Bureau of Veritas. I think that's right. Bureau? Bu- yeah, Bureau Veritas. Dude, no joke. No, no. That's a conservative is, one, isn't it? But it's it? Veritas. It's not Bureau. I'm positive. No, But I might not, be wrong. No, it's- uh, I am only 40% no, sure right I'm now. No, I guarantee it's not that. Bureau. Yeah, I'll just do it this way. Veritas Expose. 
uh, Project Veritas. Project Veritas. Bureau. Oh, the Bureau. You of, ding dong. You didn't even, you weren't even, you weren't even close. Bureau. No, I couldn't remember. You it weren't was even totally close. gone. It was, it was erased from my, exactly. it, like in Men in Black, they put the thing up. That's and they, it. They make it go I away. I know, but for you, it's just old age. Man, it just would have, you know, it would have, it would have been, it would have worked if I could, we're going to Project Veritas them, but I couldn't, I wrecked the whole thing. Anyways. Man, whatever. either way. Whatever. What? But there you go. <sighs> Openings. That's where you want to go. Yeah, work for Jofo. All right. So uh, we got a couple emails here. We're going to run through and uh, got a couple of interesting questions. We got a, a Chad, a guy named Chad sending us an email. Oh, here we go. And the subject is coffee, Jimmy. Oh, here we go. Hey, guys. I've been listening to your podcast for a while, and I have been very blessed by your ministry. Thanks for your faithfulness to Jesus Christ and his kingdom. I did have a question about the latest podcast about coffee. I believe that consumerism is one of the greatest problems that we have in the American church today. By and large, we have adopted a consumeristic model for church, and that is in direct contrast to the very foundation of the gospel, that our faith is all about Jesus and that he came to serve and not to be served. I was wondering if you could comment on how sometime like coffee, wait, yeah, sometimes uh, on how sometimes like coffee interacts (laughs) with that problem. Particularly, you stayed in the podcast that, and he goes, I'm paraphrasing, it is God's money and the people may spend it how they like, for instance, on good coffee. Not what I said, but okay. He's paraphrasing. Nope, a bad paraphrase, but go ahead. Oh, okay. I believe that your conversation was clear in a sense that worship is not primarily about coffee, of course, but doesn't even presenting coffee as a compliment to worship help to further the consumer mindset of God's people? I do not know the answer to this question, but would like you to comment on it. Thanks. In Christ. Thank you, Chad. Thanks for listening, man. Mm-hmm. We appreciate the compliments and mm-hmm. the sincere question. There you go. So, yeah, we, we I mean, obviously, I shouldn't say obviously. Yeah. Why don't you recap it for okay. those that didn't listen? And because I wasn't there. So go ahead. You were there. No, no I wasn't. I was not on this oh, podcast. Oh, on the coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All Go right. Ahead. So we had uh, Eric Anderson on. Eric Anderson is uh, the roaster. He owns a company called Fresh Ground Roast mm-hmm. or Fresh Ground Roasting. And uh, so we had him on uh, and we talked about coffee and how people, how coffee is made, roasting. We, talk, we talked a little bit about that end of it. And then we talked about coffee in the church and why so many churches provide, you know, coffee and good coffee these days mm-hmm. uh, for their people. So we talked about the value of coffee, shared experiences, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the points that I was trying to make in there was like, look, look, um, we like to, you know, give back to the congregation, right? So like, you know, I th- we think it's a good idea for churches to like, you know, when we're putting together a budget or we are doing something like keep in mind, like we're supposed to care for the body. Like, so we should, there should be ways in which we demonstrate care that even affect the budget. Mm. And I said, coffee is one of those simple ways because so many of our people actually enjoy coffee. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it, that, that's an easy thing for us to do. It, it increases the budget. Now it, it increases a coffee budget significantly above it, maybe a typical bo- coffee yeah, budget. Yeah, yeah. But when you're looking at the whole budget, it's a nothing. Yeah. It's like very, very little. Yep. So that's all we were, I was trying to say was like, listen, it's, it's, it's God's money. Right. And he entrusts it to them and then they entrust it to us. So my, I was trying to say like, so like we should keep that in mind. Like, Oh, this is a way for us to bless people. I wasn't trying to say we can spend it however we want. And I don't even know if that's exactly what he meant. Like he said, he was paraphrasing, but so we definitely agree with you, Chad, that consumerism is uh, not a good uh, way of living. It's not a good approach to life. It certainly is inappropriate for the church. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we would want to push back against consumerism, right? As a, as a value, like it's not uh, a value in, in our church. Um, 
but so because consumerism is essentially you're going to start treating people uh, as consumers, right? Mm -hmm. And so what do I do to, you know, entice these consumers to meet their needs, you know, and in the suburban context, what, you know, that can look like if, if that's taken over is uh, you begin to uh, create, I'll put it like this. There is a, a challenge in starting a church in the middle class, upper middle class, let's say upper middle class suburbs of Chicago, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because people who live there like nice things and they're used to nice things. They go to nice restaurants. They go to, you know, theaters. Uh, they go to speakeasies mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. they like their things, things being nice. And so if you plant a church and you've got a busted building and, you know, you got a busted you're offering them a, a sort of a different, like it, it's, it's hard for them to even walk in the door and give it a chance. Now that doesn't mean that we need to make it super nice and yeah. compete with all those other things. It's just, we have to be aware there's a barrier there for them because many of our people in the culture have bought into a consumeristic mindset. They come to church and are expecting a consumer experience. Mm -hmm. So working against that is important. But see, hold on. There's two things here. I, I feel like it's a different thing what you're talking about. And, and I think some people assume it's consumerism. When I, I look at it as, you know what, I, I want there to be a level of excellence, right? Like I want there to be a level of excellence to not only how we do things, but like in the shape in which we utilize the things that God has given us. Right. Right. Like having, taking care of your building, mm -hmm. right? Doing regular upkeep. Uh, yeah, that's not consumerism. That's not consumerism. No, not that, that is appreciating the gifts that God has given you. And it is in a, in, in a way like you're creating space for like for people to and people can worship in other you know that and there's there's you know been time and places where God has called people to to worship underground yeah. to worship in such a way but we have the opportunity uh, we have the blessing right like uh, the privilege to be able to worship in the open and to be able to worship in such a way like why not take care of the things that God has has given us. Yeah, and that's why I said there's a, you have to find the balance there because the the culture is going to demand more and more, mm -hmm. and so it's like where eventually there is a tipping point where you cross over from hey we're just doing things excellently we're trying to do well we're versus oh we're going to we're going to trick out this whole environment yes. as in a way to appeal to people and appease their appetite mm -hmm. for in it so I think at some point you. It crosses a line, and where that is, I think, is yeah, not and always I, I, easy. And to see. it's easy for me to like point out things and say, "Oh, you know, um, let's you know change the entire stage into a basketball court for the Final Four, right? Um, <clears throat> let's go ahead and shoot off yeah, fireworks." I don't, I don't like that. I don't like that. But there's other things that I, I, I can think of that other churches do that I'm like I, I'm hesitant to say it because I I don't know if it's if it's I don't believe the motive for them is consumerism right? rather than, Hey, listen, God has blessed us in such a way that we can take care of kids or take care of people in a way that a church of our size and our budget is not able to. Right. right? And there's nothing wrong with that. So that's why I, I hesitate. Cause I'm like, man, I wonder where my heart is. It more of a heart issue for mm -hmm. me uh, in that. But I, I, I wonder like for those that would look at the coffee thing as consumerism or whatever else, do they have the same thoughts with Christian publishing? Do they have the same thoughts with conferences? Yeah, they I mean, may. I mean, those to me, probably, if, if, you know, if we're really, I think there is more of a danger yeah. in, in Christian consumerism. 
Yeah, sure. Well, especially since there's cost involved in that. Sense. That's you're exactly. actually buying. Not only are you actually buying, but the decisions that they're making based upon what gets written and what doesn't yeah, sure. is definitely based on. Oh, yeah. Can we sell it? Can we sell this yeah. at a popular level? There is no Christian publisher that is not asking as a foundational question, can we sell this book? If they can't sell it, it doesn't matter how good it is. They yeah. won't use it. They will not publish it. They won't publish it. Right? And that's capitalism. So, so is, you know, is it right? Is it wrong? How do you, I mean, I mean, uh, you know, how many, how, many, about, how many different Bible versions? I'm not even talking about like translation versions. Yeah. I'm talking about different Bible formats yeah. within the and same it's, and translation. It's the same thing, right? There's like a line at some point, right? Yep. At some point, like you, you it, it's possible to cross the line where like, Hey, I just want to provide as many resources as possible to, all right, now I'm just really trying to make money. And mm-hmm. it's like, uh, so I think when we come back to the coffee thing in churches, um, I just don't see I don't see it as consumerism. We, it's like, okay, people are going to offer coffee. Pretty much every church I've ever been to has coffee somewhere. Like there's it's Sunday school, whether it's in Sunday school or it's, it's in the, every small church has coffee. So you have to make a decision. Do I want to offer garbage coffee that tastes terrible? Yep. Or do yep. I want to offer good coffee? For me, I, I want to offer good coffee. Yeah. Cause I want to, I want to personally enjoy good coffee. And I had some good coffee today. It was really good. Yeah. So uh, that's why I don't think, I really just think for us um, and people that want to have good coffee, I don't think that's consumerism. It's like, you know, I, I want it to be enjoyable. I want it to taste good, you know? So I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes I think bad coffee is a distraction. Well, yeah. You, yeah. You take a sip. You're like, man. Well, what about, uh, you know, just, uh, and then I just missed two points. I just <laughs> missed two of your points, Joe. Plus like, I would rather not drink it. I would rather just have water. Yeah. I, would ra- I would rather have nothing. Well, actually, I don't want water. Forget that. I don't want water. I know. You, I you, do not want water. You want Diet Coke. I want actually, Diet Coke. Actually, I have Coke. not seen you drink a Diet Coke in a bit. Yeah, I've had Diet Coke. Okay. I have not seen you. I have it every day. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. I have I have all the brown liquids every day. All of them? All yeah, the, it, it, well, not all of them every day. All of but them? But every day I have at least one or two brown liquids. Coke, are they Are they part of like some... like? pyramid let's hear hold on i want to hear joe thorne Mm -hmm. brown liquid pyramid of health okay so uh at at the top of the pyramid the smallest point of the Uh, pyramid you uh, get your bourbon okay yeah not a lot of that a lot of it a little bit of that a little bit of that but it's on the pyramid but it's there Uh uh-huh it's Uh important yep gotta have the the bourbon yep and then you know you probably have your your diet probably my my coke zero slash diet coke okay that's the that's the probably the that's probably the bottom of the pyramid. That's oh, probably that, the biggest portion. Okay, I probably drink bottom. more of that. Uh-huh. And then coffee would be the middle part of that of that pyramid. Okay. Because I have coffee a few days a few days of the week, but I have Coke every day. Yeah. I did not realize you don't have coffee every day. No. Oh, okay. No, because I don't. If I made it at home, then I would. But uh, now, know. is there a difference between like coffee? Yeah. And iced coffee for you? No, it's just coffee. Because I feel so, like the iced coffee. Is more than regular coffee for you? I ha- you mean I drink it more? Yeah. Oh yeah. And it, I would say yeah. Wait, if I once if, a day. No, 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 no. It's all I, I'm counting coffee as iced coffee, black coffee. I'm just counting okay. All, all right. Coffee. All right. No, no, no. I have, I have, I have. Uh, you know, let's say I have coffee three days a week, and oh. uh, I have Coke every day of the week. So okay, and that's then, my and then bourbon, bourbon. I don't know, a couple times, a couple times. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I think that. Uh, Man, the, the, you brought something up on, on consumerism. Ooh, I did? Yeah, that Ooh. I wanted that I wanted to get into. Ooh. And was it good? Yeah, it was good. Man. Now I can't remember it. I said conferences? Yeah. 
publishing. Uh, we were we were we were going through like consumerism in the church and like you know treating people like giving units. Like oh, some, some, do, people, yeah. some people. Some churches are like that. Some leaders count pe- families as giving, giving units. units. Now listen, is there anything wrong with like? estimating like oh well, listen here's what our budget has been here's where you know if we're gonna if we have x amount of families we, our budget might statistically increase by mm-hmm. x amount that's fine i don't care if you're figuring if you're doing the math yeah, yeah but how you fundamentally conceive of the members of your church is important i think so and they are brothers and sisters yeah 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 not giving <laughs> units you're a unit <laughs> call the people i just i don't i and yeah. how like how could you behind closed doors say that yeah and not expect that someone's gonna share that oh it'll yeah but it's gotta get out there eventually i guess i guess i just think that um yeah and i uh, i don't know but that's just it's not it's 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 that's just it it's a different mindset that we're just not i'm not accustomed to yeah and you know there's a lot of there's a lot of people out there, a lot of churches where uh, I have I have admiration for the leadership, mm. and there's some others that I disagree with on yeah. on you know some some issues, but I'm hard to press to look at like some of those people that I disagree with and think that they would consider people within their congregation as giving units, like to like like boil it down yeah, to yeah. using someone to that degree, yeah. Yeah, well, it, it it's gross. This is what I was. That's what I, I, I was thinking about because you. I, I felt like you were about to say something and oh. you didn't, and maybe you weren't. Maybe you were just referencing something you already said. All right, go ahead. But like, okay, so I remember going to a buddy's church. They had planted, and uh, and it really blew up. And um, urban environment. And when you go into the kids' room, right, they had one of those things that you would see in like. A Burger King or a McDonald's where like you can climb up the nets and you can go down the slide and you can run through mm. the, the like the the weighted dummies. Yeah, yeah. You know, whatever. I don't know. Ball pit. Yep. Yep. They'd have the whole thing. And it was like a little obstacle course. And um and I remember seeing that and I and I knew that they did real teaching. They did real mm. discipleship. And they had that in the room because they had a big room. And I was like, I didn't seem that see that as consumeristic. I thought that is like oh, that's a really cool way to give the kids a way to burn up energy and have fun when they're not being discipled. Plus, I knew that the elders actually timed themselves, seeing who could do it, you know, in the shortest amount of time um, <laughs> during the week. No, but no, I was like, so I, I think you're right. Like, yeah, there's, 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 like, there's, we, we don't need to apologize for for making something nice or for pre- presenting mm-hmm. things excellently. I think that's fine, but there is always a line somewhere yes. where you can cross into sort of a, a consumeristic mentality. And that's, and I, and here's the thing, like a lot of people, when we started Redeemer, the college or post college graduates started coming mm. to our church and they did not want the church experience that they had when they were kids, which was the super big, high production mm, like mm. very it's got it had more of a consumeristic feel to them okay i okay. did not want that no they wanted jesus preaching family community they wanted all of that um and some of us who had the same mentality overcorrected by not taking mm. care of the aesthetics yeah and the excellency and it's some it took us a time to catch up to go okay you don't have to overreact to the consumerism yeah. Like you, you can guard yourself against consumerism and still say, oh, but you know what? We do want to do things well, honor the Lord and bless people. I think that's fair. No, and and like the example you're giving was the example I was thinking of down the road. 
right? The, the youth thing or the kids yes. thing. Yeah, it, it absolutely was. And I hesitate because, you know, like my kids go midweek stuff and to two different churches. Right. Both churches uh, have some pros and cons, right? Um, both of them I, I know I, I know well. I know well. Um, <clears throat> one of them doesn't have any of that. The other one does. Any of what? Oh, sorry. The jungle gyms yeah, and yeah. all that indoor, you know what I'm talking about? <clears throat> but I, I sit back and I, you know, talk to my kids after and all three of them in their different environments, they're all like the discipleship and the teaching that they're getting. I'm like, man, like there's something right going on there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I hear the, the, the conversations that my kids are having. I hear uh, them sharing what they're, what they are learning. You know, I see them journaling. I see them even now, like my kids are at the age where they've got their iPads or whatever. And we got our family chat and like they're sending in the morning, you know, while I'm at work, you know, Hey, here's what I'm reading. Here's a devotion I'm going through. This is what's sticking out to me. And I'm like, dang, what the heck? And here I am like at work, like they're having a mini devotion time together. And I'm like, <laughs> and here I am at the office, you know? <laughs> no, man. And that's, I mean, I was just, I met with a couple um, this weekend um, and, you know, they were coming from a very different church experience. Um, very, very different. And they had really, and it wasn't a consumeristic kind of a church, but they decided to try, they wanted to try start trying other churches. And so they tried Redeemer. And so I met with them over the weekend to talk about it. And, and Redeemer was, is not going to be a place where they land mm. uh, for a ton of reasons. Once they yeah. found out, they were like, you know, this is not yeah. for us. I said, that's, that's fine. Uh, but what I can do is I can recommend churches to you yep. that preach the gospel, but aren't reformed. Yep. You know, yep. I can preach the God. I can recommend churches to you uh, that are, that, that, that take God's word seriously um, but are friendly, you know, so I'm, I'm working with them, but like people are looking like, you know, people wind up checking out, you know, different churches and, and looking for things. Yeah. And there are these, there's just a lot of barriers that, that come up. And, you know, for some people it's consumerism, uh, for some people it's Calvinism. <laughs> like yeah. in this case, they were like, that ain't going to work for yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. In fact, one of the people didn't even know what Calvinism was. And so I started to walk through it and they're like, oh, like no way mm. i'm not down with this right mm. it was like a whole thing but what like it was what i was going to say is like there is an there is a, a an attitude of generosity that we can have with churches that are preaching the gospel yeah yeah and we we have different philosophy of ministry yep different you know doctrinal uh perspectives and convictions uh but it, if they're preaching the gospel yep and they're working to make disciples man i'm i'm just not angry no i'm exactly. just chill about it yeah like you can be honest, like, and yeah i mean you know what praise god they allow people like me who go to different churches, you know, that serve in a different church. They, they still will minister to my kids. Yeah. And that's like dropping off the bad news bears. Uh, your kids are like, yeah, yeah, that's a chance. They're like, what in the world? These kids are smoking cigarettes. They're coming in here cussing. <laughs> no, they're not. Your kids are amazing. I love the kids. With they're their butterfly kids. knives. That's right. Butterfly hairs all slipped back. <laughs> It's just, it's just like a little gang ready to rumble, ready, ready to rumble. <laughs> oh man. All right. Listen, I think we ran out of time. 
Do we do we run out of time? Do we? What, what, what are we? No, we can do one more. Okay. All right. We'll we'll we'll. well let's do. We can do this one. All right. This this is the, oh, this is a big conversation though. So what is? Uh, oh, see, that's a big conversation. Should we save it? Yeah, I guess we we can go ahead. And save All right, it. we're gonna save it. Hey guys, uh, listen, we got a lot going on. We mm. got uh, we got some cool things happening. We're excited to share. Biggest thing going on right now that we're really pumped about is how God is blessing Redeemer, bringing us together. Some cool things are happening, and we are looking to hire a full time. Uh, associate pastor of discipleship as well as a part-time youth minister mm. if you're interested in that you can Re- head on over to where redeemerfellowship.org slash openings there you go check it out mm. we'd love to hear your thoughts you can follow us online on instagram and twitter at doc and devo or on facebook slash doctrine and devotion you can head to the website doctrine and devotion.com there you can contact us you can sign up for the email blast or hit the store joe4store.com and grab some gear we got that fresh pot every monday and thursday we got blog posts and video content over at the website and we've got that all-access exclusive content. we got that Banter Truth on Tuesdays, Weekday Wisdom Monday through Friday. If you want to support the podcast and get some commercial-free, ad-free content, you can hit on the link right there in your podcast player that says support this podcast or head on over to doctrineanddevotion.com slash all-access and sign up today. Later. Later.